This is the Big O Money Show with Bill Altman from the Premier Advisory Group. When a part of your financial strategy is out of tune, your long-term goals, your retirement savings, and your legacy can all suffer. With many years of experience in the financial industry, Bill provides his clients and prospects with the information they need regarding Social Security, Retirement Income Planning, Wealth Management, and much more. Listen in as we address your financial concerns and provide helpful solutions to put you on the path to achieving your retirement goals, your money and your plans in perfect harmony. And now here is the Big O Money Show with Bill Altman. Welcome to the Big O Money Show. My name is Bill Altman. My co-host, Tony Shore. We're having some pre-show banter, (laughs) having a great time here on a beautiful, beautiful spring. Is it spring yet? Um, uh, I've still got about a foot of snow on my yard that probably won't melt until May. But yeah, I guess spring is, it, it kind of warmed up a little bit and then it's going to get colder. And Yeah, we had warm and then we got yeah. cold this week and yeah, whatever. You know, and, and I imagine Mother Nature will still throw <laughs> something at us before <laughs> she the, always does, before doesn't the she? cold spring opens up. Yeah, right. yeah. You know, but uh, daylight savings time we had last Sunday, that was a little adjustment and and, uh, it is what it is, but it's staying staying lighter longer. That's the goal, right? Yeah, that is the goal. I hate time change, though. I wish they'd leave it. Uh, Minnesota voted um, they were going to uh, pass a law that once this this recent one happened, when we went to daylight savings time, it would stay. Minnesota was not going to change then. They were going to pass a law kind of like Arizona and Hawaii. However, it didn't go through, but the, the polls say 89% of the population want it. So I think federally they should just uh, get rid of the time change. Yeah. I don't know enough about it. So what I'm, I'm neutral. I'm Switzerland and talking about Switzerland. You're uh, not going to jump into the bank. Well, why not? I mean, let's just jump into the <laughs> yeah, bad Yeah, that's what news. we were talking about before the show are, are the bank failures. You know, but what we recently just found out here is this, is the Credit Suisse did get a $54 billion lifeline from the Swiss National Bank. Yeah. So now we go back and we're talking about, hey, this is what, this is what happened. And, and hopefully, right. um, Hopefully it's shored up, but you know, it's a good and bad though. Do you let things fail um, or do you, do you shore them up? You know, and I, and I think there's a lot of debate between that. You know, now you look at uh, uh, Silicon Valley Bank, right? And, and they lost a significant amount of money. Uh, for, and it's a typical bank run. Basically, you got some nervous investors and, 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 and had large, large deposits. Yeah. And, here, and here they, you know, they, they want to take their money out that's paying a lot less at this SVB because SVB went long on their, on their T-bills to basically kind of insure this money. Probably a little bit higher spread there, a little tie to to the crypto world. Pretty much a big tech bank is what it was, right? And then you have people coming in; they want to pull their hundred million out or whatever they want to pull out, right? And and in in order to 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 get that and to make the bank hole on that on that withdrawal, they have to sell some of their longer term bonds at yeah. a discount. And so now they're selling a lot more of the bonds to get the same amount of money just because of the, what interest rates did right. over the They're past year. They're selling at a loss. And, and yeah. And I mean, over the past year, I mean, we had 5% increase in, in interest rates, actually point value 5%, right. From basically zero right. to five. 
you know, and, and you know, which, which amounted to, it was like a quarter point really. So what it amounted to is about 1700 point increase, 1700% yeah. increase. Well, it's going to put a crunch for, for sure. And so hopefully now Jay Powell's starting to, will kind of lighten up a little bit on his rate increases, knowing that, Hey, last year was substantial. Let's kind of see how it plays out. Let's see what everything that you guys did last year. Let's see it work. Cause there is a sure. lag time. Yeah. I mean, right. they were talking about, they were talking about raising it another half a point five. I mean, that, that would have been, that's what they were going to do. And then the bank crisis started and now they're getting pressure to back off uh, either to a quarter percent or completely not raise it this time right. around. Right. Right. You know, and it's just a, you know, hopefully it's, it, we go on a pause yeah. for a while and, and a pause isn't a pivot. You know, when we were pausing rate increases, it's exactly what it is. We're pausing, whether we're dropping rates or increasing rates, we're, we're you know, it's a, a pause is a pause. A pivot is where you're saying, hey, we're going from increasing rates to decreasing rates. So we're not talking about a pivot, but we're talking about a pause. It, you know, and I think I really do think that's what it needs. And I'm going to continue to go back on uh, inflation is is not only a product of the money that's been pumped into the economy over all these last really decades. OK, but but more, I think I believe manufacturing crisis and when you shut down it we've talked about this we've beat it over the head a million times but when you shut down manufacturing around the world and remember china just got back into into the mix they've been on they're on lockdown through january right right, of this year citizens came out and said "Uh uh-uh not having it anymore and they basically won they, they, it, which was crazy because you never would have thought the Chinese they, government the past, is pretty strict and stern and they don't listen. You know, the people don't really right. run that government. No, no. And, and but this yeah. time they did. And I think China also was feeling the economic crunch, you know, as they're, uh, you know, the, the, the yes, higher ups, right? Exactly. They're like, oh crap, we have to get things going. These people want to get started things going. affecting their pocketbook and their main big money constituents and their big companies. It pressured them. So yeah. Right. right. And so, you know, and so manufacturing, but it's not like flipping no. a switch, right? We're not going to turn manufacturing on, but again, econ 101 people, this is freshman year class in college, right? You maybe even take this stuff in high school. I don't know you know, but is supply and demand. And when you limit your supply, when you are not manufacturing a garage door at the same rate you were right. before, what happens to the price of the garage door? If there's still demand, if people still want the garage door, the price is going to go up because guess what? They, they don't have enough of them. So they say, if you really want it, the price is going to be this now, the same thing that happened with cars. You're not going into the dealership and, and negotiating down on a new car price, right? People were paying above asking price or above uh, 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 MSRP on a car. Same thing with houses, right? Yeah. We saw inventory slip and this doesn't necessarily, this isn't necessarily a manufacturing um, issue, but, but kind of because it was harder to get uh, uh, supplies. Yeah, supply and demand. We saw housing yeah. prices boom and people were overpaying. I, I'm not going to say overpaying for homes, but they are paying over ask for the homes right, right? Well, lumber and construction say, not, supplies went through the roof i mean they like you know through the roof right you know 10 times and, the and, price they and, were and there was a crunch on supply on yeah. getting the stuff getting yeah. the materials and so once again inventory goes down and and you know and and, and uh, cost goes up 
And, and so I, I just personally believe if our, if our governments, our U.S. government and all the other governments around the world pay, paid uh, cl- maybe closer attention or, or, or gave it more effort on the, excuse me, gave it more effort on the manufacturing side and shoring yeah. up that, I believe that would solve a significant amount of the inflationary yes. problems that we have. Um, but instead, you know, once again, we talked about Jay Powell's just like Fauci, they love the data, right? And so they're looking at this data, which has lots of lag time and doesn't take into consideration other things around the world, such as the manufacturing. I don't believe that it does. Okay. They may say that it does, but I just can't see it. Um, so that's me. That's my I agree. I think you've got a good point there. You know, but, but that will come. So this too will pass. Um, and I remind people too, that it's very important that you have a good plan in retirement. You have a good plan with your investments. You have a roadmap of how you want it to look. And, and, and it's not always going to be perfect. It's not always going right. to be rosy, right? right? You're going to have years that just stink. That's all yeah. there is to it. And it's not fun. And you turn on the news and the, and the banks are failing and the world's come to an end and Jesus is coming back to us, you know, and judgment day is here. And you hear about, right though? Right. I mean, that's the thought process because we're emotional yeah. creatures, you know, and this is what it is. And so sometimes you have to put your blinders on and, and remind yourselves and everybody else around you that we've been through so many different crises in our, in, in our world, we know, whether it's world wars or whether it's civil wars or whether it's, uh, the, you know, the, the bird flu or, or, uh, Ebola, remember Ebola, we weren't letting my dad go to Africa. I remember because he would go on these like mission trips with the Catholic church and he'd go over and blah, blah, blah. And we're like, you're not going this year. Cause if you bring it back, you're not allowed to come back to the house. <laughs> you know, I, I'll never forget that. And he's kind of like, <laughs> yeah, really, you know, who are you type of deal, you know, but seriously, <laughs> you go through that. We go through planes flying into buildings, how horrific, yeah. but you, we did as a yeah. country, you know, and you, you see the president standing on top of rubble saying, hey, we will get yeah. through this. We're coming after you bad guys, but we will get through this American people because you're resilient. Yep. And I firmly believe that our American economy is indeed resilient. Um, you know, what what I don't like sometimes is um, hearing like Glenn Beck, for instance, and I heard him last night talk about this is it guys. This is it. They're coming for everything. The world's coming to an end. Oh. Everything's it, it's a full blown reset yeah. of our financial world. Apocalypse How many times now. Have you heard that, you know, so I hope, <laughs> I hope that that is certainly not the truth. And, and you know, I, I am definitely on the writer side of things politically without a doubt, but it really bugs me when somebody comes out with, with that well, type the media, of scare, so whether you know? it's right or left, the media has a bad tendency, whether it's something as innocent as the weather, you know, every storm we get is snowmageddon and it's going to be the worst ever. And we're going to get 20 inches and, you know, and you're going to run yeah. out of food and the heat heater's <laughs> not going to work and you're all going to die in your house. They have news stories like right? that. And that's because it right. gets people's attention and that's how they sell ads. But uh, the bottom line is, is it's not all doom and gloom and you can't live that way. Are there black swan events like COVID, like 9-11? Sure. Those are black swan events. They're going to happen. Uh, you know, is there, you know, Mother Nature will, you know, send an earthquake to a country and 
you know, it's it's a travesty or California's flooded or, you know, uh, Florida has red tide. The problem is, is you cannot live your life in fear making emotional decisions based on every little thing you hear because uh, 99% of the time, everything is going to work out just fine. But yeah, sure, there are the 1% uh, of light, 1% of times in your life, there will be a black swan event, but the rest of the time it's not. So why spend 99% of your life worrying about things that aren't going to happen, right? Right. That's or that exactly might right. happen. You know, I agree with you, Bill. That might. And, and here's the deal, Tony. They will happen. They yeah, will eventually happen, bad things right? do happen. And they do. And they always yeah. have. And every single time we've come out right. of it. Right. And not like almost, but every single time. And all you have to do, you know, if you're a, if you're a charting person or a data person, is look at char- look at the charts from the last hundred years of the stock market. And, and why don't you go ahead and make your little points on there? And then, and then once you draw a line uh, and the line should be a straight line, it's going to be a straight line. So do the points head down or do the points head up or the head head right. sideways. Right. So when you're drawing that line on your graph, my guess, and I know this is the fact, by the way, is that your line is going to go diagonal up. Right. right. You're going to go up. It's going to continue to go up. It's not going to go straight up but it's certainly not going down and it's certainly not going right. flat, you know? And so if you want to try to play the market timing game, best of luck to you. We're probably not your people. Yeah. We want to set a solid plan. We want to be flexible with our plan. We want to be able to be nimble if we, if yeah. we need to be, but certainly not make a, a rash decision based on some news in the media. Um, you know, and, and maybe it's just my optimistic outlook in life. You know, but, but you, you, sometimes you have to have that optimistic outlook, even though things aren't great, even though you may not like our political situation or geopolitical situation or whatever it might be, right? The, the bottom line is you look at every other single event ever that's happened in, in history. Have we made it through there and progressed? That's the question you need to ask yourself. And if the answer is yes, which it should be, and if it's no, I'd love to hear your thoughts on it. Right. Yeah. Right. But if you want to play the timing, the market timing game, what typically happens is the, the moment you, you decide to get super scared and sell, what happens to the market? It goes up, you know? It, right. right. I mean, it's just, and that's exactly, right. you'll hear our Oracle of Omaha talking about, yeah. Warren Buffett will talk about it. Don't time the market. It's time in the market that is always going to make you successful. Yeah. And these years suck. That's all there is to it. They're not fun. You're not fun. But that's why, uh, that's why I, 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 I like your philosophy there and what you do for your clients, because you're not taking crazy risk. You, you set them up for growth, but growth without crazy risk. It's somewhat conservative because you're not doing things like Bitcoin. You're not in a lot of structured notes, things like that. Uh, you have, you have, you have some of what they need, uh, but not a lot of anything with too much risk. Right. Right. You know, and you talk about structured notes here for a second, if we want to pivot over here, you know, a structured note is something issued by a bank, typically, a, a, a t- you know, it could be any bank really, but we'll use large banks and we will use structured notes sure. from time to time. But you are going to be reliant on the, the, the faith of the bank right. being around. Now, now, should the bank be around? Ha, have there been, um, you know, 
lots of major bank failures year after year? No, no. no. But we have sure. we seen 2008. Yes. We saw uh, a little bit of it uh, or quite a bit of it. And we're seeing three and this three year. This year. Signature out yeah. in New York, was, which was catering to the real estate moguls. And then we have a, a, a SVB, Silicon Valley Bank, that was catering to the tech side of the world. And then you have Credit Suisse, yeah. right? It's a massive conglomerate yeah. global bank, right? They're right there right. in Switzerland. All three of them having problems. So when you have that structured note, it's reliant on, on the bank. If the bank goes out and doesn't get bailed out, poof. That's right. You're, gonna be, you're just going to be another creditor, right. right, at the end of the day. And, and and probably not going to get paid. I bet on the lower end of the totem yeah. pole is my yeah. guess. Yeah, right? if you've got your money um, in there versus a big corporation that needs their chunk of change, they're going to get a bigger chunk of change back than you are. Um, and and right. if you get any, you, they'll get some back and you'll get none back in a lot of cases. However, the governments uh, often step in. I, I know it's insured, but not completely. If you have a million dollars in the bank, it's only insured in the U.S. anyway, up to two fifty. And yeah, per per tax ID number, per social yeah. security number, two hundred fifty k. Yeah, yeah. That's and, right. and and banks can fail, and so there is that risk. Uh, what I find interesting, I wanted to ask you about this bill since we're on this topic. You know, I hear about. Uh, I talked to you and a couple other financial advisors and, you know, some people in structured notes with Credit Suisse, they'll pro- that bank will probably get bailed out, but people are worried. So they sell and maybe take a loss. So they've lost some money there. But uh, banks I've seen fail. Uh, what I find interesting is annuities that uh, seem more controversial or we always have to say, well, they're not FDIC insured. So I I want my money in the safest place, so I'm going to put it in the bank rather than with an insurance company. But I have never, ever, and as far as I've read, has an insurance company ever failed to pay on an annuity? No, there's never been a default in history. The reserve requirements are so substantial. So these companies are keeping, you know, on average, 105% of guaranteed benefits on reserve. So they have the money on reserve, the insurance company, versus the bank, where if you put your money in a bank, they don't have it sitting in the bank vault. It's not just there where you can walk in and physically get it. It's they buy treasuries or bond U.S. treasuries and bonds uh, and other investments. And like Signature Bank, stupidly, uh, I think, had cryptocurrency. Uh, but I find it fascinating. And that's why insurance products for a lot of people, especially for retirement planning, uh, might be the way to go. Not for all your money, but for some possibly, right? They're a great green money bucket. Yeah. It's a fantastic money. Because your principal is protected you, and that's guaranteed based on the claims paying ability of the issuing insurance company. But my my point of our discussion is, is that the claims paying ability of the insurance company is a lot more sound than certain banks right now. That's what I find fascinating. Well, let's let's go a step further, though, Tony, in the state. And, and people don't talk about this, and I don't even know if they like us to talk about it. Not people, but companies yeah. or whatever but i i don't care this is our show <laughs> right me. this is your show state guarantee is the state guarantee association in nebraska backs up life and annuity products to two hundred fifty thousand bucks so if there is a default on an insurance company the state is backing it up at 250 which is the same as you get company. from the bank right yeah right and and for some reason and this this is probably like the banking lobby uh, banking regulators yeah. or lobbyists that say you guys can't talk about that 
I don't know, but it's not, you don't, you, you don't yeah. hear it. You don't talk about it. There's not material that the companies yeah. send with us to show clients, Hey, they have this, you know, and the, the, the crazy thing is it doesn't get dipped into. I can remember back in, back in when I was doing an internship late nineties at American investors, they had a, uh, uh, I can remember a company called Conseco. Yeah. Uh, got gobbled up a whole bunch of yep. little companies and, and basically the state came in and shut them down because their reserves were getting too low. They're getting closer to that hundred percent number. And again, they cannot dip below a dollar for dollar of all guaranteed benefits, you know, so they come over and basically kind of get taken over. But I can remember clients calling up and saying, Hey, you know, I need to roll this money out of Conseco over to somewhere else. And there was never a problem getting that money. No. No. It wasn't, you're not like, cause you know, it's so, so that's the amazing thing is you're, that's a, that's a situation where an insurance company, um, I don't think it went under, but where the state stepped in and says, you can no longer sell because you're, you're, you're at your reserve sure. requirement. Sure. Right and now. typically if you a, know? if a bank reaches a point where they're getting uh, closer, they have uh, not a bank, but I'm sorry, an insurance company has issues in the past they're absorbed. Usually another insurance company will absorb them and you won't even notice anything. You probably don't even know about it. Right. And, no, and, and an A-rated right. company will absorb it and your annuity and payments and insurance never had a blip. Never, never were you in danger of not being protected or losing that money. So, uh, I find that, uh, interesting to point out. And I know you work with highly rated insurance companies for your clients when they do need us an insurance product. Again, you know, annuities might not be for everyone, but it's a balance. I know you do a lot of assets under management, which is investments. You also, uh, you know, if people, if a cash value life insurance policy makes sense for that tax-free bucket or an annuity for uh, retirement income. Uh, or, safety. or safety. Yeah, the, the annuity, the fixed index annuity, right? Your principal's protected, plus you I get mean, gains. Tony, if you can get a... If you can get a a a, a nine percent upside cap on the S and P five hundred with zero downside risk, your your lockup period is five years. You can get ten percent per year without any penalty at all. But you have five years that you have to hold it, no load. So you're paying no fee on this baby. You're not paying your advisor a fee. You're not paying the company a fee. If you start with a hundred thousand and the market goes down yep. the next year, you still have your hundred thousand. The only person that can make it go down is by you taking right. a withdrawal. After five years, it's totally liquid. And you had 9% upside on the S&P 500 cap with zero downside risk. Talk about a wonderful bond alternative. All right. Well, hey, we're we're out of time for today's show. It flew by. Give our listeners the information they need to call Bill Altman. Call Bill Altman here at 402-557-6730-557-6730 or go to bigomoney.com. BigOMoney.com. Until next week, have a great one. We'll see you then. Thank you for listening to the Big O Money Show. Don't pay too much for taxes or retire without a sound income plan. For more information, please contact Bill Altman at the Premier Advisory Group. Call 402-557-6730 or visit their website at 
P-A-R-A-D-V-I-S-O-R.com. All matters discussed during the show are for informational purposes only. Each individual situation may vary and the opinions expressed here may not apply to everyone. Materials presented are believed to be from reliable sources and no representations can be made as to its accuracy. All ideas and information should be discussed in detail with one of our qualified representatives prior to implementation. Bill Altman and the Premier Advisory Group are not affiliated with or endorsed by the Social Security Administration or any other government agency.